welcome Steve Breaker, Arthur of Action Adventure, Arthur. Josh Lamar Morris III, I am the co-host. Welcome to my Greatest Imagination podcast. This is episode 16 with Steve Breaker. Topic, why writers do what they do. Tell me and listeners your story leading up to you becoming an author. Well, I, um, I'm 56 years old and I've lived in East Africa for uh, over 20 years now. Um, my children, I have four children, which um, all went through school and then left for uh, the UK. So I, uh, I was at a bit of a loose end and I've always loved writing. When I was younger, I owned a, an English language school in uh, central London. Cool. Um, and I, I'm a writer of, I've been writing short stories for many, many years, but I just didn't publish them. I just did them for my own pleasure. And when my children all left, I figured, why not give it a go and see how it all works out? Great. Great. Okay. What's the best writer's suggestion? Well, I think for, for writers the most important thing for a writer to do is read that the things go hand in hand. It, um, a writer must always be reading other people's work. A, it sets the bar and B, it uh, reading fiction expands your imagination. Okay, great. I think the, the most important thing is to uh, keep your imagination growing. Great. Great insight. How do you get started to write? That's an interesting question, Josh. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird um, sort of process of odd things that might happen to you. You'll be in the shower and you'll think, I wonder if A would go to B. I wonder if something would happen there. You know, my characters. I, w I wonder if, if he was sailing up near Somalia, I wonder what would happen. And then, then the next day, a little bit extra, you think, oh, maybe he was, maybe there was someone catching fish, and then maybe there's a bad guy, and there's there could be a bit of a story here. But it's just like um, little strings. You get it in the shower. You get it while you're shopping. You get it while you're reading another book. You might get it while you're asleep. And then slowly over a few weeks, the, the, the things start to twine together. And then you have a eureka moment and think, ah, there's a story there. Something there is a story, and I better sit down and see where my character goes. Great. Okay. What keeps you motivated to write? Well, writing is uh, it's like a vocation or a passion. If I don't uh, write every day, I feel like there's something missing from my life. I write a journal. I'm a big journal writer. Every morning I, I sit down uh, after I've had my shower and stuff, and I, uh, I write in my journal. Every day I do it. And if I don't do it, I feel a bit strange. So it, it's not like a job writing. It's more, more of a vocation. It's something that you feel inside of you that um, you may be writing for yourself 
or you may be writing for an imaginary person. I write to my kids quite a lot, and I never send them any of the things I write. I'm just writing in my journal things that I remember or I'm thinking about, or, and, and they stay secret. They never come out to anything else. But it, it sort of helps you, helps you think, and I think it becomes part of you, that um, almost like a, like, like a person who enjoys jogging. You know, if they don't go jogging, they, they don't feel good about themselves. They feel like something's missing in the day. That's true. I'm getting ready to go on my run shortly. So it's like a vocation. That's true. You're a runner. Yes, I uh, like to run, to take care of my health, and I also write as well. I like to write short stories. So I know exactly what you mean. Uh, when I write, it takes me to a place like when I was a little boy. It's just soothing. Yeah. Great. Okay. What challenges you face as a writer? Well, my characters never actually do what I want them to do. They always seem to wander off in a strange direction. And the way I write my books is they're character driven. The, the whole thing has to be story driven. But I, I, I build my characters to have um, a character of their own. And they, they, they make decisions within the story. And I have to look at the decisions that, that the, the direction the story is going in and then make a decision if that character would actually do those things. If my character in my book is a, a good guy, you know, would he, would he pick up a wallet that someone had dropped and stick it in his pocket, you know, or would he tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, here's the wallet back? Even if stealing the wallet would help the story, I can't let him do it. I, I have to, I have to make sure that uh, he follows his character, and then you just sort of have to go along. And it's quite difficult sometimes to keep going along with the story because it seems to be going nowhere. And, and then somewhere within it all, you'll find a light bulb moment, and you'll think, "Ah, okay, we can turn this and make this work." So the challenge is always to keep keep the story going and follow, following the characters, making sure that your character is true to him or herself and and they don't they don't start wandering off to help the story. They stick with the character that that uh, I I initially obviously wrote into the story and gave them. I, I and it's quite a challenge sometimes because if you have four or five characters and they're doing different things or they come together and, and they're working as a team, you have to ensure that you keep you keep the, the characters true to themselves and you also maintain the story and it doesn't start to become boring or slow where readers will start looking up and thinking, gosh, have we really got to go through this to get to the next part because people get bored very quickly. So it's it's a very difficult balance to, to try and maintain to to make sure the characters trace stay true to themselves and the story keeps developing in an interesting in an interesting way. Okay, great. How do you overcome a mistake? Um, well, it depends on the kind of mistake. Uh, if it's a writing mistake, then I have to do some studying and learn. 
I had uh, I had someone write to me the other day and, and was saying in one of my books, I confused the word lie and lay, as in the person lie on the ground or the person lay on the ground. And I had to go back to my uh, my grammar books and, and study it all. <laughs> so for a grammatical mistake, um, we all make them. Sometimes I, uh, I, I have to go back and change everything. And my books are electronic books, so I can go back in and change them. But if it's a, a mistake in the plot, I do tend to have, I do rewrites, but I tend to not remove chunks. I'll tend to write and then try and rectify the mistake through writing. I'll, I'll try and continue the story and develop that side of it and try and twist the mistake around until it becomes either a useful part of the story or it doesn't destroy the story. Right. That's a great, valuable answer. That's what I was looking for. Last question. Tell me and listeners about African treasure and where we can find you online. Well, African treasure is my second book. I have African slavery is the first one, but African treasure is a story about an island off the coast of uh, Kenya, off the coast of Tanzania which is uh, called Pemba. Now, back in the day, 20 years ago now, we had a problem on that island and in the surrounding area with some uh, local terrorists, which were called the Kayabongo, and they were uh, Muslim terrorists. And they wanted to take over certain areas of East Africa and turn it into a caliphate calif state with Sharia law. Now, they only really worked around and they, they did some raiding and they then they got attacked by the army and they ran away and hid in a forest. But my story follows my protagonist, which is uh, Brody Williams, who's enjoying a lovely holiday on the island on his uh, on his big old wooden dhow, fishing and diving and just enjoying himself. And uh, these Kayabonga guys come in and they try and take over. Now, he, he starts to use his... Uh, skills to fight back against them and to help the villagers in the process of this he finds an old sword hilt from a ship that sank back in the 1800s and then he goes on a treasure hunt at the same time but the terrorists want the treasure obviously because they want the money to buy guns and weapons and things like that so they're desperately trying to catch him to kill him or get rid of him so that they can take the treasure um, and it culminates with uh, him finding the treasure uh, on a deep dive in a big uh, blue blue hole underneath the ocean. Um, and he surfaces in a small cave and he comes across the treasure and then the Kayabonga come after him. But uh, he manages to uh, fight and uh, work his way through using his skills and, um, and wins the day. And saves the treasure and gets rid of the Kayabonga. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice story. There's a nun in it who joins him on his quest. Um, and there's some nice uh, Swahili culture and a nice, some nice um, information about the island of Pemba and how it came about and uh, some history. And my books have a lot of local history and a lot of local culture in them because I actually <laughs> worked for a while. Uh, so uh, I know the island very well. I know the place. I also have done the free diving and scuba diving, which is what my protagonist, Brody Williams, does. You can get the books on Amazon, uh, or you can visit my website, which is uh, 
www.stevebreakerbooks.com. If you go there, you can see all the books. You can get free download of African Slaver, which is the first book, uh, which I'm very proud of. I really enjoyed writing it. It was my first. I, I did it in 2016. It was my first uh, step into actually doing some publishing and, and actually putting my work out out to the world to see if the world liked it. And they did. They do. They quite enjoy it. It's, uh, it's a nice book. Um, anyone can download it. Uh, and have a, have a try and see if they enjoy reading it and then go on to African Treasure and the others in the series. There's five books in the series. Thank you, Thank you very much, Josh. I really enjoyed